Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. And you're here at one of our special episodes. No, it's not. It's not a special episode. <laughs> well, it is at all. a special episode. Oh, well, it is a special. Every episode's a special episode. Movie Talk episode. So, this is an episode of Movie Talk, the fifth installment, I think, of Movie Talk. And this, as you say, is a particularly special episode because this is our 100th our, episode. Our 100th birthday at Potential Spoilers. Yes. It's oh. not our 100th recording, but we're, we're no. not, not going to acknowledge that. No. Uh, we're not going to acknowledge right. that. This but. This is technically our 102nd recording, I think. But yeah, that's just because we fucked up sometimes. <laughs> we needed to re-record some things. Yes. Uh, and no you'll never perfect. know. You'll never no know what is that is. perfect. But yes, if you've been joining us from episode one, thank you for being yeah. on this journey with us. Congratulations for making it so far. For those who are joining us now, how dare you? How dare you jump on the bandwagon now? If this is your first episode, you're like a lifelong leave. member. If this is the first episode you've ever listened Get to, out. leave. You're not welcome. <laughs> no, <laughs> this no, is no. only for people who've no. listened to this show before. You're welcome. We're, we'll, we'll embrace. You. Okay, fair enough. Everyone's yeah. welcome into the Potential Spoilers family. That's right. Um, but go listen to our other episodes as well. Yeah, please do. I'm sure they're going to be better than this one. <laughs> no, no, this, this one's is a celebration. We've never done a hundred of anything. No. Well, I don't even think I've done a hundred days work at a job <laughs> in my life. Before, before being unceremoniously fired. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Uh, me and Kieran have been podcasting for a very long time. That's right. I remember when we did 10 episodes of a podcast back, yeah. in, our, back in our podcasting remember, adolescence oh. and we we're like, whoa. 10 whole episodes yeah. and they weren't weekly freak they weren't like no, weekly episodes they weren't they were like very few and far between <laughs> but no remember how every time we'd hit a milestone so like 10 episodes 20 episodes 30 episodes out comes the cheap champagne yeah we'd buy like a $20 bottle of like sparkling wine or champagne or whatever we could get our hands on and predict as much of the alcohol. No. Uh, and <laughs> as soon as we, we hit that milestone, possible. We'd, we'd be like, yeah, we did 10 episodes. And we'd open like the champagne on the on the air, basically. Yeah. So we would dress up in suits. It would be a whole thing. Yeah, that's right. I remember we did a podcast that ran for 50 episodes. That's and we were right. Like, 50 whole episodes. That's wow. right. Yeah, that's right. How did we do that? That's huge. And we were like tired and exhausted by the end. Yeah, anyway. exactly. And here we are, double that. Double that. Incredible. With, without a sweat either. No, like, I've still got No effort Give whatsoever. me the next hundred. I'm ready for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the thing is, we can't wrap up anytime <laughs> soon. We've committed to so much stuff. Like, there's so many movies that we've committed to predicting. There's so many, like, revisited, so many actual spoilers episodes we have to do. Yes. And it, the list just keeps growing. The formula for the podcast has really trapped us in the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So even if we wanted to finish, we can't. But we will be doing this until cinema dies. That's which right, which will, could be any day you know, now. In another year, maybe. Because how often have you been to the cinemas this year? Probably like twice, right? Uh, a few times. Yeah, probably about three or four. Yeah, for me it's a little bit more, but yeah. Uh, it's definitely decreased because there's just been way less movies coming out in 2020. Absolutely. But believe it or not, we're not here to talk about 2020's movies. We're going back to 2019. So just as we're wrapping up, so, oh, by the way, Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas, yeah. This episode's coming out on Happy Christmas. New Year. Well done for making it through 2020. Yeah, it's well done. It's been an interesting time. You deserve a clap. Clap, 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 clap. Please don't think that 2021 is going to be any better, like a lot of people it, are doing. Well, I mean, yeah, everyone's an optimist. You've got to be optimistic. But I'm a realist, and I'm going to tell you right now, 2021 is not going to be I'm going to say better. that 2021, you, the listener who's listening right now, it's going to be your year. Yeah. It's going to be Maddie D's year. year. It's going to be my year too. Yep. Every year's my year. Okay, fair I'm enough. It. 
Fair enough. You've got to okay. be optimistic. You've got to put it out in the universe. But was 2019 your year, Matty D? Well, this was the year that we started the podcast. That's right. We could go out and do things. That's right. <laughs> in I hindsight, the, it was a good year. I went to the cinemas 19 times in 2019, that which is, is probably the most times I've ever been to the cinemas. So way back when I was a little chap, when I was about 15, 16... I, I saw every new release that came to the cinemas that year. So what was it like? Look 2004, at you, your little eager movie buff. 2005. And I saw maybe like, oh, let's say 10 movies that year. And I was like, I saw 10 movies in the cinema because we lived in a small town. So we didn't get every movie, but I saw every movie that they released in our little cinema that year. I was so proud of myself. And remember how cheap the tickets were as well? Like that's you could afford to go to oh the movies God. like ten times yeah. in one year. So in the town that we grew up in, it wasn't a franchise cinema. So no. the tickets it was an were independent like cinema. Five dollars. That's right. And popcorn was like three. That's right. It was fantastic. Like you could take a ten dollar note to the cinema and like yeah. Watch a movie and eat as well. We're sounding old right now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're sounding really old. But I swear In to my God, day, this cinema is still the same. It's still it, the same. Like Any time I go back to our hometown, which is not that often these days, but I'll go straight to that cinema. I'm like, whoo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, I wait to spend oh, less than $10. <laughs> yeah, it's closed currently. But yeah, yeah. Well, beforehand. Yeah. No, it is actually open currently. But, but yeah. still, 10, 10 trips to the cinema, I think, is a lot. Yeah. But 19. 19 I think it was because it was 2019. Crazy. I was just like, 19 and 2019, there's some sort of serendipity there. Who knows? But yeah. So what we're going to talk about this episode, we love talking movies and you know these movie talk episodes. It's just where we can be let off the rain and talk about essentially whatever we want. But we're talking about the best and the worst of 2019, That's something right. we've been threatening to do <laughs> since this show started. We said we were going to do it, so we're doing it now. All the movies that we covered in 2019, what our thoughts were of them, yep, how we felt about, I don't know, the episodes themselves. Yeah, yeah. and just a general exploration of the show so far in 2019. <laughs> so we've done a lot. We've done about 50 episodes since 2019. Been doing this podcast for two years. That's right, That's almost. Insane. Not quite yet. So it's about a year and... 11 months at this stage, so still got a couple of episodes to go. But anyway, anyway, overall thoughts, Matty D. So in preparation, in preparation, Matty D had to watch every movie that we covered in 2019, and he'd been slacking off. He'd only seen maybe like... I've been slacking off. Okay, let me... seen maybe like, like one or two Let of me address this, because okay. my attitude for this show has been, if there's a movie that I'm excited about, if yep. I really want to see, I'll go see it. That's right. But... For movies like The Addams Family or yep. Frozen 2, those are yep. not... Oh, man. Those are not, <laughs> we'll get those are not movies I'm, I was chomping at the bits to go see. So no. I, I kind of thought, I'll wait for the revisit. Yep. I'll watch it for the That's revisit. Sensible. Then I'll have a fresh reaction when we come to the show. So I'd put off a lot of movies. Um, yep. I'd only watched ones for the revisit or ones that I really wanted to see. And by the time the preparation came for this show, I hadn't seen about... Half. Oh, man. Like, yeah, half, half of the episodes on this list. And I was like, it's okay, I'll catch up. But I had a really busy few weeks. I had a few self-tapes to do. I was in a play as well, all COVID safe, by the way, everybody. So I was like auditioning like crazy. Oh, sorry, I was rehearsing like crazy, not auditioning. Because if you haven't heard already, Matty D is an actor. Yes. That's his thing. Yes. So I was doing all this stuff and I was trying to keep the gym regiment going. And I was like, I kept putting it off. And it's Christmas time as well. And it's Christmas time as well. And I fitted all these movies in two days. Holy In shit. two days. How many movies did you watch over those two days? Oh, my God. So many. So many. How many good ones did you watch? <laughs> Not period? many. But let me just say, I, I just started and it was just... You know me, Kieran. I'm a guy... I love oh, I movies. Do. 
I love them a lot, but I don't like sitting down and being stationary and forcing for yourself too long. to watch it. Yeah, okay. I can't play video games for too long. I can't watch movies for too long. I just yeah. have to get up and walk around. I just hate being. So it was a huge triumph for me yes. to get through this. Some movies were easier than others. Yes. But, oh man. Yes. But yeah, in two days, I watched half of this list, and let me tell you, oh, <laughs> I'm a changed man from yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You're telling me. It was a lot. It was a lot. So I've sort of taken on the burden of watching all the movies that we Well, I we think cover. it's just because you're competitive. You yeah. want to know if you're right. That's right. But you, also, just, you just need to know that. I also feel like it helps the show as well, having a little bit of background on the movies that we've talked about. Sure. So we can sort of like gauge how well we're doing in our predictions and how close we are, how far away we are. You're shouldering that burden. Yes. That, that's <laughs> Thank right. You. I'm shouldering that burden. And I can talk about it in some depth. I can be like, oh, go and watch the movie. We actually did a really good job or we did a terrible job mm. without spoiling anything of course with that in mind with that in mind and with everything that you've covered uh you've seen the movies of everything that we've covered in 2019 you've seen all the features uh you've probably familiar with all of your predictions of those features how well you did what do you think was your absolute best prediction of 2019 what did you Ooh. think was the movie that you nailed and i have the figures i have the figures here i can run us down through all Let's the stats have a look i'm looking at my list of movies here surely it's got to be Man, I think I did badly on all of these. Um, <laughs> no, you did very well, actually. Surely it's got to be not Gemini Man, not Terminator. Definitely not Gemini Man. <laughs> we've done that episode. So this is only the movies that we've done actual spoilers oh, on so Oh, it's got to be Hobbs so, and Shaw, right? No, it isn't actually Hobbs and Shaw. So your best prediction mm-hmm. of 2019, believe it or not, was Shazam. Oh, was it? Yep. Where you got a total of 60 points in that episode. Oh, wow. Which is a fantastic effort. And by the way, my best prediction of 2019, and I'm very, very proud to say this, was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, a movie that I didn't think I'd be able to predict well at all. How many points? Where I got a total of 66.5 points total. Yeah, those are our best. What was our absolute worst, would you reckon? So what do you reckon was my worst and what do you reckon was your worst? Your worst was, I would say Godzilla, maybe? No, I kicked your ass in that one. Did you? Yep. It's got to be Joker. No, it wasn't Joker either. So my worst of 2019, worst prediction so far. I'll take, I want to keep guessing. Uh, okay. Zombie, Zombie Land, we both did pretty well. Yep. Uh, Frozen 2, we did kind of well. Was it yeah. Star Wars? It was Star Wars. No, it was not Star it's Wars. It's not Star Wars. So my worst one of 2019 was Hellboy, where I got a total of 18.5 points. I thought you got a lot of things in Hellboy. Yeah, but it was back in the day where my plots were maybe a couple of sentences <laughs> long. Fair enough. So it was probably just down to a numbers game where just like I said very few things. We must have been bad in Dark Phoenix. Yeah, well, not that bad. And Matty D's worst plot, again, I'm very proud to say this. Matty D's absolute worst effort predicting a movie was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So my best was your worst, <laughs> where he got a total of 23.5 points, still beating me out. I think that speaks to the point scoring system. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or the point scorer. Yeah, exactly. So Fair enough, fair enough. Both of my, if my best and your best. You had more points in both, and my worst and your and your worst, you still got higher than me. So it <laughs> speaks volumes to the person who is scoring it. But on that yeah, note, yeah. on that note, who do you think has done the best overall? If you add all of our points together, give totals, who do you think has done the best overall? So on average, you tend to get me. more points. I did the best overall. Oh, you really think so? No, it's I think it's you. It's quite interesting. I think it's you. You, because I'm such a generous point scorer, I think it's you. Have a total of six hundred and six and a half points mm. overall compared to me with a total of 624 points. So it was me overall. I can't <laughs> believe I was very how much, surprised. How much is mine? 600. Six, 606.5. Oh, okay. So I'm only ahead of you by like so 20 points. So that's very close. Like an episode. So we're basically neck and neck. So I, essentially to me, we're the same. <laughs> we're <laughs> about as much. good as each other. Pretty much. 
<laughs> Pretty much. But on average, you seem to get more points. You seem to do better overall. But then sometimes you just have shockers where you're completely off the track. And that, I think that's really hurt you overall. I like to go bold and that hurts me and helps me sometimes. Yep. But how well do we work together? How well do you think we, we work together? Are we better at predicting movies together than we are separately? I think we are. I think usually when it comes down to it, we come together and we manage to predict a plot of a movie. But then sometimes we like talk each other out. So what out do you think it. the ratio is? Are we more wrong than right or are we more right than wrong? I think wrong? we're more right than we are wrong. Oh, yeah? So in all the episodes, I think in 2019, we only did three episodes together. Can you believe that? We only did three joint episodes. Yeah. Well, Avengers was the first one we did. That's right. Yeah. Uh, because we found that one so hard. Yeah, that's right. And then... And we certainly didn't do well in that episode. <laughs> no. No. Avengers was a pretty bad one for us. But I've got to say, I've broken down the figures... And overall, we got a total of 100, 100 correct predictions as opposed to 69 incorrect predictions working together. So the numbers don't lie. The ratio is stacked in our favor. We Teamwork works. Yeah, teamwork works. We are more right than wrong when we work together. Not there you go. go. Who would have thought it? Who would have thought it? There we go. So I think we just learned from that that I'm the better predictor and uh, <laughs> working together really sure, helps. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so, the show. so it's only because I work with you that our predictions are successful is what you're saying. All right. So let's be more critical. Let's be more critical. Okay. So we've done a fair amount of special episodes. I think we've done... How many special episodes did we do in 2019? I think we did six or seven. Uh, I've got them here. We did six. Six, yeah. So we did six special episodes where we came up with our own plots for potential movies that may or may not be made. So in your opinion, what do you think was my absolute best special episode plot? Oh, the Cool Runnings one. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. That, that sucked. <laughs> oh, really? It, it enjoyably sucked. No, I think your best one in looking at them all was your GTA plot. It was certainly oh, the really? one that you put the most thought into. Yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. And But would you believe it as well that I actually picked your Grand Theft Auto plot <laughs> as your best one as well? Oh, really? Maybe not for the effort, <laughs> like you're saying for mine, but... <laughs> Just for enjoyability. Because <laughs> you had a character called P-Cool in that, and I've never been happier. And those That's days, right. he, was you my, had like, uh, he was my gangster, wasn't he? Clyde, Carl. No, was it? Yeah, Carl. I was paying homage to the GTA yeah. universe, of it which was I'm incredible. Very and there was so with. much stuff going on, I could barely follow it, but yeah, it was still my favorite. Okay. Classic my plot. Now let's hurt each other's feelings. Okay. What was my absolute worst special episode plot that we've done? Mm. I'm looking at. I'm surprised you didn't say my Jurassic Park one. That was the one I liked the best. Um, it was up. It was a contender. <laughs> thank you. I kind of was going to go with Robin the Hood plot. Oh yeah, but that had a lot of stuff going in. So yeah. I think for me, when I think what don't I want to see in a movie, it's probably an elf and <laughs> a dwarf. Yeah, a dwarf going and could groin making a growing, garden. Growing, sorry. Um, so I'm going to planting say, trees, not making a garden. Oh, sorry, planting don't a tree. Be ridiculous. So. I think for the fact that you shat on the entire Tolkien universe, I'm going to yeah. say that your worst plot was the Lord of the Rings one. What did you say in that one? You said that it was uh, Gimli's ancestor and Legolas. Gimli's son, I think. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Going to plant a tree. And Legolas planting trees. So they were planting the trees around Isengard, I believe, and the ground was stony. The Which ground was, was sour. a spin-off of Lord of the Rings, was that's it? That's right, that's right. So they had to go and get a seed from the first tree to be able to replant the ground. Mm. And yeah, all sorts of stuff happened. There was like evil out. Elves and a new yeah. Dark Lord and all sorts of stuff. But it's funny that you should say that the Lord of the Rings so, spin-off so, episode was my so worst. How, what's my worst? Because I'm looking at all mine and they're fantastic. Your one worst them. one was by far your Lord of the Rings spin-off Excuse one. me, so what? Our best and worst. <laughs> 
are the exact same. Um, how? I had a great oh, plot. Listen, listen to I that episode. I had a great plot in an area that we haven't explored before. So the, the main I had issue. Jason on soon in there and he's on everything. Yeah, that's right. It was by far your weakest plot of all the ones that you've come up with. You didn't have fun with it at all, which was probably <laughs> the thing that hurt it the most. You were trying to be as serious as possible. And yes. but you you didn't have time to flesh it out. So oh my god, yeah, I had no time. I was doing that at work. So you literally anybody had like, at work listening to this? Uh, you know, I was also doing oh wow. work properly. Well, shout but out to Maddie like, D's work. Apparently. I was doing it in my lunch break. I like I went on my lunch break and I'm eating and I'm writing this yeah. plot and I'm like googling stuff on my phone. I'm like, is that canon? Is that so canon? little? And then like you couldn't remember how to pronounce any of the characters' names or the places. So hard. <laughs> so like it's so hard. There's no consistency. Look, anybody who listens to this show knows I have hard a hard time pronouncing. Each even just yeah. normal names, let alone these like fantasy style names. Yeah, exactly. My word. Exactly. But you know, oh, they, they called Smaug Smaug. Like I, w- I always thought it was Smog. Smog. Right? Yeah, Smog. I thought it was Smog. Not Smaug. Well. Yeah. That really like. Did you say me. Smog? Smog is a good name. Smog. Yeah. Smog. Yeah, I'm the same. I as thought you. it was Smog. Smog. But still, I didn't. That's and, then they, the point. and then the movie was pronouncing it Smaug. I was like, what the hell is this? So who knows? You can just make up your. Yeah. Uh, I know he gave translations of like how things yeah. are supposed to be pronounced. So. Exactly. He laid out. But the you phonics. can make some Matty T liberties in his plot. Yeah, exactly. So I think we learned in that episode that we just need to have more fun so with our special episode. That was plots. our first special episode, so that's I think right. we were growing, and I think for me there was we're a lot of pressure. Growing, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Growing. <laughs> there was a lot of pressure. I think you had more fun with it than me, but I think there was yeah. a lot of pressure to like be accurate, and I think from there onwards, I was kind of like, fuck, Screw it. fuck yeah. this. <laughs> I'm, not, yeah. I'm not doing this again. That was too traumatic for me. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it was just like, I wasn't giving you anything either, so you were just sitting there trying, like, trying to explain what's going on and then be like oh no 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 wait 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 go back go back um no this is gonna happen idris elva turns up and tessa thompson's there as well and I was kinda oh ma- no never mind no wait wait no it's emma no is it emma thompson no, yeah. yeah. i was kind of making and i was up- just sitting there silently just like looking at you going like what is happening here is anyone was- gonna listen to this episode it was a half finished plot and i was making it up on on the, on spot, the ap- yeah. actual episode there because i was like i have an idea it'll be fine and then in the episode i was like where i'm sort of confused with where i am right now yeah, exactly and now I know that I just need to go back to robot, need to have robot dinosaurs and decapitations. Yeah. And um, Nicholas Coombe. And casting Dwayne Johnson in more things. This which, was pre-Nicholas Coombe as well, so. Yes, well, he's only been in two of my episodes so far. Yeah, and several more to come, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so let's actually talk about the movies themselves that yes. we covered in 29. Let's really get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. So, also, let us know what you think of our special episodes Yeah, as well. which one do you think it was our best and worst? Let us know what one's your go favorite. Go back and listen to them all. Or if so it's just is- the ones of 2019 that we're talking about, by the way. Yes. So that is Lord of the Rings, the Dragon Ball episode, Jurassic Park, GTA, Cool Runnings, and Robin Hood. That's right. Um, but if you have a better plot for any of those, let I'm us sure know you do. as well. I'm sure you have a killer Lord of the Rings spinoff. <laughs> Give plot. us a better Lord of the Rings spinoff, please. It won't be hard. Al sucked. I think my original idea was like a sitcom set in Hobbiton. That would actually be kind of cool. Yeah, but I just didn't know where to go they with that. They could make a TV show, though, like, a, like a Downtown Abbey style yeah, Hobbiton. Yeah, Downtown Abbey. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. Just all the ins and outs of like the Sackville Bagginses and that sort of shit. Stealing Basically, spoons. just like the first chapter of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, but just condensed out to a full movie. <laughs> It'd be good budget-wise. Yes. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, as I said, we're, we're into talking about the actual movies themselves that we covered so, so we're far. So, about the meat and potatoes of our show. That's right. So, the first thing I want to ask you, you've seen all the movies of 2019 that we've covered so far now. What was... 
let's say top three. What was the top three most forgettable movies oh, yep. of 2019? So movies that they maybe they had a bit of hype leading up to it, but once they came out, they just were in cinemas and then just completely disappeared. It, they weren't a part of the zeitgeist. People weren't talking about them, and you just barely even remember that we covered them in the original show. Sure. So when I think about forgettable movies, I think about the ones that I th- can't remember anything of, which there yeah. is actually a few of. Oh yeah. Well, narrow it down to three. And I got to say, I've got three for me. Hellboy. I think back to that movie and I think, what happened there? I have flashes of things yeah. here and there, but I'm just like, huh? Well, at least people remember it was bad. That's the thing about Hellboy. Mm. But this is your opinion, of course. Uh, my opinion. Should I go my yeah, first one yours. as well? So the first one that I had on my list was Frozen 2. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Do you have an ad on your list yes, as well? Yes, I have Frozen 2 All right, let's talk well. about it. So let's talk about Frozen 2. Now, this is something I only watched recently. Yeah. So um, I watched it when it came out in the cinemas. I was the only person, like adult male yeah, there the by himself. I was there on like a Saturday morning. And so there were so many kids. There were so many kids there. And I was Why just there. Why did you do that the to creepy yourself? adult male. Why did you do that I to thought yourself? the cinema would be empty, to be honest. Right. But no, I didn't realize that they were going to bring so many children. Because I go first thing in the morning. Not so. for Elsa Mania. Yeah, exactly. Everyone goes on an e- in an evening, especially on Saturday. So I'm like, first thing Saturday morning. Yeah, no worries. It's going to be quiet. Oh, boy, it was not quiet. It was not quiet. There were so many kids. There was little kids, like little girls dressed up as like Elsa. It was incredible. Mm. Uh, aside from that, yeah, I couldn't tell you anything about what happened in the movie because... Because nothing happens in the movie. Yeah, it was it was not good. People did not say it was a great movie. There were people saying like, oh, this new song. Do you even remember the song? You saw it the other day. <laughs> yeah, there was like the new Let It Go. It was like, into the unknown, so- let it go. Me, we predicted it would just be let it go again, let it <laughs> go again, was. and it was. Um, Nobody liked that song. So I was watching these movies back to back, and yeah. there are a few of them, and Frozen is included. That I was like falling asleep. Now that yeah, that shouldn't be a reflection of the movie itself, just because I was you were tired. I was so exhausted doing it. But yeah, Frozen Two, really pretty movie. But yeah, and it it's looked a, good. It's a musical, and I know it's we're not the audience for it. But no, and we're also not little girls. So <laughs> yes, that is the audience but for it. Didn't Frozen didn't the original movie like that had such a massive wave through the zeitgeist well, everyone was talking about people still talk about it yeah. today had such massive impacts they've got like musicals they've got like on ice versions which is really appropriate if you think about it <laughs> it is very appropriate the only disney on ice movie that makes sense like yeah. <laughs> the only experience that makes sense but in that in the movie in frozen 2 they go into the woods yep they do some stuff surrounded by fog and then you know big rock monsters and then 2 hours later they leave the woods <laughs> The snowman dies for about three seconds. Oh, yeah, he does too. And then just comes back. So there's no, it's like a real Avengers Endgame of just like, there's no permanence with death and we shouldn't be impacted by death at all, which is a terrible message to tell children. Absolutely terrible message. Just have them die. Back in my day. Can't kill Olaf. In my day. Oh my God. Okay, in your day. Yeah, sure. Like he's one of the most popular characters from that outside of Elsa. But yeah, in my day, we watched Land Before Time. Characters died. We were sad, but then we grew. We became better people because of it. We matured. That's right. Our generation is fixing right. the world and then because we've got these kids characters because Bambi's parents died. Absolutely, we are better adults. That's right. We're Absolutely. mature. We're <laughs> we're responsible. Tarzan's parents were killed. Yeah, but I'm, I'm mixing up movies well, here. Well, like, El- Elsa, Elsa's were they parents shot by were monkeys? killed. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, I predicted that they'd still be alive, but uh, so did I. They uh, are definitely dead. They are definitely but dead. Yes, Spoilers. all right. So there is there is death there, but like you could kill off a main character. You could kill off Olaf, and I think the kids would learn a valuable lesson. You can kill off Spider Man. Well, no, you can't. The box office says otherwise. They're going to need to sell toys, uh, Olaf toys, and yeah, they're going to need to be a guy in Disneyland could, dressed could, as Olaf. Yeah, they could hold the Olaf. Doesn't mean that he doesn't exist in the first movie. Just because he dies in the second movie doesn't mean that the character doesn't exist. I mean, how many people have? Darth Vader toys. Darth Vader dies. True, true. Still a popular character. True. So, yeah. 
teach everybody a valuable lesson. Yeah. So yeah, quite forgettable. I agree with that. Absolutely. That was my All right. One as well. What's your third one? Third most forgettable movie. And I'm sure I probably got the same thing. I got a few ones here actually. Um, well, we only wanted three, and I we've know, done two. I know. It's so hard though. Which one do I want to put as my third one? Actually, I've only just covered Frozen. Ah, screw it. I'm going to say Zombieland. That was yeah, really forgettable. I me. almost had that on my list too. Again, that made no waves at all. Like the first movie had such a big impact and this new movie, like it came and it went. Absolutely. Yeah. And again. And it was all the same jokes too. I, I watched it recently and there's not a lot of stuff that happens. It's, no. it's a skit show pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. Which I think we it's spoke just about the same jo- It's just the same jokes from the first movie done worse. That's the whole thing about it. It's just there's no originality to it at all and that just doesn't work so the other movies that i had was charlie's angels oh really yep so charlie's angels again there was a lot of hype around it leading up to it nobody went and saw that movie nobody remembers that movie most people when you say charlie's angels they're thinking back to drew barrymore lucy Liu, and cameron diaz see i liked that movie yeah i I mean i'm not saying i didn't like it i'm just saying it was most forgettable for me more forgettable than the kitchen which i just forgot yeah yeah i I was thinking about putting the kitchen on there as well see i liked the kitchen so for me it wasn't forgettable because i can remember what happens in the kitchen again people saw the kitchen well not too many people i think more people saw the kitchen than they saw charlie's angels they saw the kitchen because they were listening to our podcast yeah yeah, we exactly. promoted the kitchen. Uh, the last no, one I really. have on my list, I can't believe I've only covered two. The last one I have on my list is The Addams Family because nobody knows that that movie came Which, out. We're like the only people who know that movie. I watched this morning. Oh, really? This morning I watched that movie and yeah. I'm forgetting bits about it already. Yeah, I've forgotten it already and I watched it two days ago. It was charming enough. I tell you what, I had a more memorable experience in my own personal life watching the movie than anything that happened in Why, that movie. Were you drinking? No, I wasn't drinking, but what happened was I accidentally ended up burning my hands really badly. So mm. all I could do was just sit there with like trying to like oh, ice that's my right. hands. You, you had like a cooking incident. Yeah, that's right. So I spilled some like hot liquid. So like fresh out of the saucepan, straight onto my hands, basically. And so I had to sit there like basically soaking my hands, suffering watching the movie, trying to like absorb what's happening in the movie. And the whole time I'm like in extreme pain. Oh and God. so I just associate the Addams Family with pain, man. <laughs> which enough. is kind of appropriate. Fair enough. Yeah, it is. It kind is. of appropriate. Dude, I remember when, because me and Kieran do weekly trivia, meeting that's up right. for meeting up for trivia with Kieran. At a pub, that's right. And I sort of asked, oh, how are you doing? Kieran's like, yeah, all right. Well, actually, I burnt my hand. Yeah, it was, was the like, day what? before, yeah. And I couldn't move it for a day. I was like, what? Both hands. That should be the first thing you say. Yeah. Well, well, it had healed so well. It actually ended up healing It looks fine. Really nice. I remember you you showed me the day after. You said it was still in pain. Is it still in pain now? No, it's, it's wonderful now. Good. It's wonderful now. Running it under cold water, I think, saved that for you. Yeah, absolutely. Kids, yeah. run burns under cold water. Yes, that's right. Unless it's an oil burn, please don't. Yes, Go to don't do that. <laughs> if it's an oil burn, please don't run it at all. Probably don't water. listen to us for your health and safety That's tips. right. And don't put ice on it either, because I did and it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, no. Right. So, enough about my burnt hands. We were talking about the Adam's family. Stay so. away from fire. Let's just put that blanket so what was your list? So I've got Charlie's Angels, The Addams Family, and Frozen 2. You had Frozen 2. As, as forgettable movies? Yeah. The Kitchen, I had was it? Hellboy, uh, Zombieland, right. Frozen. There we go. Other, Frozen 2. Other ones I had was Shazam and Rambo. Oh, man. And Godzilla. I, yeah. Godzilla is like a black hole in my memory. I'm yeah. just like, huh? What happened there? I can't even remember. All I can remember is the bear scene. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, you know. I think it's still they made more waves in the zeitgeist than some of these other movies. That were well, coming. I remember we were excited to see it. Yeah. So. And we had a good time in the cinema. Yeah. For, for better or for worse. All right. So let's talk about, let's get really deep here. So let's talk about what we consider the absolute worst movies that we've covered in 2019. Now, we would be remiss. We would be remiss talking about the worst movies that we've covered on our show if we didn't mention 2019's bottom worst reviewed movies of the year. 
mm-hmm. according to critics. So both of my lists here, both the top and the bottom, are the worst movies according to critics. So and you know, critics don't know everything. Yeah, that's right. So they're the worst movies according to critics of 2019. So will any of the movies that we covered on our show appear on these lists at all? Do you reckon? I don't know. I remember looking at a list of the best movies in 2020 and none of them were movies we covered. Absolutely, so yeah. I think there'll be one or two that'll appear there. Okay, there we go. So, according to critics, the worst movies of 2019 were, this is from least worst to worst worst. Does that make the most Le- worst? The most worst. So least the- worst to most worst. Okay. And that's how we should present our lists as well. All right. The least worst was a movie called Polar, which I've never heard of or uh, seen. It, what's a Polar? Is it Polar? Polar. Okay. Yeah. As in no. like Polar Bear. Oh, okay. Uh, then Replicas, again, okay. haven't heard of it, haven't seen it. Replicas are off Blade Runner, right? Is it a... That's Replicant, but yeah. Okay. Wow, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. This is more positive, it's a replica. Oh, replica. Yeah, yeah. so replicas replica do that. As in copies, you know what I mean? Again, yeah, I haven't okay. seen the movie, don't know anything about it. Next is The Fanatic, which I have actually seen. That was the movie directed by Limp Bizkit himself. Limp Bizkit, yes. Fred Durst, uh, starring John Travolta as like a crazy fan following Fred Durst around. So I think it was based on real life experience. It okay. wasn't, it, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, it certainly wasn't you good. It? Yeah, I saw it. It certainly wasn't good, but I wouldn't say it was like one of the worst movies of the year because okay. we covered a lot of terrible movies, let me tell you that. Yeah. Uh, so the next one is Unplanned. Again, I haven't seen it. And the absolute worst one of 2019 was a movie, another movie that I've seen called The Haunting of Sharon Tate. I watched it in the lead up to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know, just to sort of get that get, get Sharon, yourself ready. Sharon Tate vibe, seeing if they do anything similar. Oh, man, it stars Lizzie McGuire really? <laughs> as Sharon Tate. Oh. And it's sort of like, is it an alternate universe? She's having like nightmares about her murder. So she's alive. She's having nightmares about her murder. It's really like, if you thought Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was like really good in like capturing that feel, that vibe of the late 60s, like the authenticity of the sets and the costumes and everything like that, this movie did the complete opposite. It doesn't feel like 1968 at all. It was absolutely awful, but yeah. I mean, Once Upon a Time did a really good job with that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Not good? Not worth saying? No, not good. I remember there was ants eating a baby bird. Okay. That's that's the thing that stuck out Was that a metaphor for something? Yeah, probably. Probably. It was an absolutely terrible movie. Wouldn't recommend it to anybody. So, all right. So, let's talk about- none of our movies are on there, though. None of our movies are on that worst list at all. But let's talk about what we think, in our humble opinion, what we (laughs) think are the worst movies that we covered in 2019. So, we're going from the best of the worst- the That's absolute right. worst of the worst. The ones, the one we hated the most. Yeah. So the one that we hated the least but still hated to yep. the one that we absolutely hated the most and we thought was the worst movie that we so covered that year. what was the best of a bad bunch then? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think just like our most forgettable, we should like, if we've both got the same movie on the list, we should wait until we both revealed it until discussing the movie just so we don't, you know, double up. Okay. So what is your number five? What is the least worst of the movies that we've covered, in your opinion? Uh, Hellboy. What a train wreck of a movie that is. Hellboy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I agree with you there. It's not on my list. But yeah, yeah. So, listen to our actual spoilers episode where we go in depth about what we didn't like about that movie. What, what did you not like about it? What made it one of your worst? So it's it's the least of the bad for me because at least it had some entertaining qualities. Yeah, that's to it. right. It was enjoyable. But in watching that movie, it, it was just all over the place. Yeah, that's it was right. Just all over the that place. That was its biggest sin. They couldn't commit to an idea or a concept no. and it and the ones that they did they sloppily handled it just it just bounced around a lot and it was just a lot happening in, in all it was like they were trying to put all the stories of the comic book in one movie and that's right trying to do it justice to the fans but then trying to please everybody and it was just an absolute train wreck I didn't like the lead <laughs> no you didn't like David Harbour um, I like him outside of it but in this yeah. role like he was he wasn't doing it for me so and the special effects were 
awful. See, that's not a deal breaker for me. I don't. The CGI in that movie was so like, bad. I can I can go with bad CGI. I can go with bad practical effects, and it's, sometimes it's fun. But it just was oh, just. There was some memorable oh, moments though. I remember yeah. that like life force style chaos in London at the end of the movie, where there was like the guy walking around, like the giant monster walking around with like stilt legs impaling people. Yeah, that sort of stuff well, was great. On like the like picking people up and ripping them apart. That was that stuff was fantastic. I, I want to see more like, of that. Exhausted by the end of the movie, I was like, "Is yeah. this done?" And I think at the time we watched that together and and I was <laughs> I was like clock watching it so I was yeah. like how long has this got to go but had some enjoyable bits as well and you know what they so it's not completely unredeemable they tried so I got to yeah. give the movie credit because he, he they did actually try to do something they had fun. a great rock and roll soundtrack yeah so yeah which is why I'm giving it somewhat of a pass rather yeah. than other movies well it's that still I'll on your bottom soon. five list so wow. there's movies that we're not going to talk about at all just completely forgettable movies in the middle <laughs> that we I suppose we already have talked about so my number five my least worst is The Kitchen and I think we all know why that's on that list okay <laughs> is The Kitchen coming no. up on you no kitchen. okay so as I said to you in our episode I didn't mind The Kitchen I didn't enjoy it at all <laughs> I thought it was terrible. There was no shot. There was no scene in that movie that went for longer than a minute. The whole thing felt like a montage. I knew you were going to say The Kitchen. I knew you were going to take this opportunity to shit on The Kitchen. Oh, man. Like, it had so much potential to be a good movie. Again, this is my own opinion. It had so much potential to be a good movie. Nobody liked this movie, Matty. You're like the only man on earth who liked this movie. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. And yeah, it was I thought it was fine. It was very... The acting was fine. The acting I was good. I think that's why it's. Like, I mean, the three leads were really good. It's on the good. top of my Every, list, basically. Everybody else is kind of. Yeah, exactly. They were terrible. Everyone else sucked. Yeah, absolutely. We said that in our actual spoilers um, episode. Listen to that if you haven't already. And, and that was an episode where we didn't have any information. That's so right. we created our own plots. And that's I think right. that kind of hurt our perception of the movie yeah, because we thought it was going to be a good movie. Our plots for that, I thought, were really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And what we saw on the big screen. Had producers' fingers all over it, I think. Yeah, and the comic, the thing that they were adapting as well was awful. They did a good job adapting a terrible comic book. So you've got to give them that credit. But again, I didn't see the twist coming. I thought that was fun. (laughs) Um, I know I keep saying that. The twist wasn't good, though. It wasn't wasn't terrible. It was a short movie off memory. Actually, no, you did predict the twist, so you did see it coming. Listen in to a way, actual spoilers in a way. All right, what's your number four? What's your next one on the list? Number four, a movie we covered very recently, Gemini Man. Gemini Man. Gemini oh, you're going to have to hold your Man. thoughts on that because it's on my list too. All right, all right. But much further along. <laughs> so no. my number four is one we've basically already talked about. It's Frozen 2. Really? Frozen yeah. 2? Frozen 2 was an absolute dumpster fire of a movie, in my opinion. Completely forgettable, as we've discussed. And it was just... I don't know if it's on your list. It's probably no, it's not. not. Okay, not. yeah. There was nothing. There was absolutely nothing good about that movie. Uh, we discussed it already. You know, yeah. it looks nice, but it aside looks from great. that, and, um, it doesn't make it a good movie, though. No. <laughs> Completely pointless plot. Like, she goes on a journey. Spoilers, everybody. Uh, Elsa goes on a journey, and literally, like, when she gets there, there's nothing there. <laughs> and she's just like, I'm finding this person who's singing out to me. Oh, it's me. Oh, it's the water. The yeah, water tells right. her that she is the fifth spirit. It, the town is in danger. Like, Arendelle is in danger of being, like, wiped out by a tidal wave. But don't worry, Elsa just, like, stops it. So... I'm going to defend this movie because I feel like it needs a defense. Um, I thought it made... Again, nobody liked it. It gave a nice message. What was the message? Well, the message was, you know... You gotta be together, like it was. Don't worry about it. Elsa will just fix every problem that comes along. Joining the bridge between, you know, nature. And oh, that's right. They had society. that stupid, like, ham-fisted sort of like the two oh, tribes. Come on, <laughs> it was all just a misunderstanding the whole it was time. Fine. You know, there, there's going to be. It was lame, Maddie D. It was a terrible. Kids movie. that'll love that movie. Yeah, so sure. I don't want to take anything. We went from the him. audience for it. Yeah, but objectively it, speaking, it was, it was just it was something pretty. Really bad. Have written. a lot of nice songs in there, but you know, there was some nice little messages there that I appreciate. Yeah. Okay. 
Doesn't make it a good movie, though. All right, what's your number? Have we done your number four? Uh, well, my number four is Gemini Man. Oh, that's right. Okay, so let's go to your number three, then. My number three. Yeah. Now we're getting to movies that offended me, that made yes. me mad. Yeah, me too. Um, so I might lose it a little bit, but... That's what I want to hear. For me... We want to get excited about the movies that we're me, covering. For me, there was this movie that we saw in 2019 that was so long, so drawn out, so painful performance perspective stuff happened in it that it was just like why is this happening and the stuff that was not offensive was forgettable and that was dark phoenix that is my number three um, as well hated it let's talk about it right let's now let's do okay. it now we've done our actual spoilers episode on that where we talked at depth we talked in depth about all the things that were wrong with that movie but yeah so what's your initial approach to it well, I like X-Men. Um, oh, I like that new series. That new series was so good. So starting with X-Men First Class, that was fantastic. Days of Future Past was pretty good as well. X-Men Apocalypse, let's forget about it. Dark Phoenix, though. That was just like, you've got some great Christmas presents. Like, Grandma's come in. She's brought you, like, <laughs> a massive box. You open up. You're like, oh, it's a bike. I've always wanted a bike. And then Granddad wait, comes in. this bike doesn't have any wheels no, on it. No, wait, wait. No, no, that's the good present. So then Granddad comes in, and he's got a box marked Days of Future Past. And you just, like, you open up, and it's like, oh, it's a, it's a pair of rocks. Rollerblades. I, you know, I've got a bike, so I don't really need rollerblades. And, you know, a bike's way cooler. But, you know, I still like rollerblades. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then they come in. Then, you know, Uncle Uncle Frank comes in with his box marked uh, X-Men Apocalypse. And you open it up. And, and it's Frank, just like, has been, Frank has been drinking a little yeah, bit. He right. stumbles in. He's all disheveled. And it's like, oh, underpants. You know, like, I need underpants. But, you know, it's not really the sort of thing. I didn't ask for it. underpants. Yeah. But I guess it's here. So, you know. Oh, are these secondhand? I, I would have preferred <laughs> the rock to be in these underpants. But I guess you can't get what you want. Yeah, exactly. Remember, he was cast as and that then, role. Like, and then you've got your like aunt comes in and she's got a, a box marked X-Men Dark Phoenix and you just open up it's just a shit in it. It's just like shat in the box. So that's literally my opinions on that whole new X-Men Or franchise. it's like they've bought you a cat, but the cat suffocated in the box. Yeah, that's right. And then they've shit on the cat. <laughs> and it's just created a, trauma- a traumatic experience yeah, for everybody. There's a dead kitten with just a turd on it. That's basically how Dark Phoenix was. Yes. So I, I like the X-Men movies. I like comic book movies. And I'm willing to give bad X-Men and bad comic book movies are pass if they're fun. Yeah, since you like X-Men 3 The Last Stand. Now I'm which a lot of people have said is objectively probably the worst yes, X-Men I, movie. I like X-Men Last Stand. I'm starting to sour on it a little bit because I've heard about all the issues that have oh, happened. Oh yes, yeah. Let's um, not talk about that. You know, behind the scenes. So I don't think I like that movie just so much, but nothing to do yeah. with the actual movie itself. But yeah, this was this took itself way too seriously. It, it yeah. was uh yeah. It lots, was a of, movie, lots of crying in the rain. It was a movie that I was watching the bar go down. Let's let's yeah, put it that way. The, the, timer. Little, the little timer. Yeah. Um, it was terrible. Terrible. Yes. A terrible waste, acting. A waste of time. <laughs> I can't believe that Professor X was supposed to be in his 50s in that movie. Why didn't they just get Patrick Stewart <laughs> when they made him walk up the stairs? <laughs> that was, that like was probably the highlight. Oh, terrible. Just terrible. And just terrible effects. Terrible setting. Like, yeah. it was supposed to be the early 90s, but it looked like today. Just give it to Marvel, guys. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, they have. They've handed it over. By the way, now you can watch all the X-Men movies on Disney+. Plus. There you go. There we go. Which a lot right. of movies I watched on Disney+, Plus for this uh, episode we're doing. What is your number two? And I mean number two in all meanings of the word. Number two. A movie that I... I'm, I'm guessing your number two is Gemini Man, by the way. But Oh, it is. My number two is a movie that I saw a teaser for. I was really excited for it. Oh, we yes. did the episode and we spoke about it and I had all these ideas. You had all these ideas. And I thought, you know what? They're not going to mess this up. Even if it's not great, it'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Seems to have a, a charm about it. Has a huge fan base behind Lando it. Lando Calrissian's back. No. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. And when I sat down and watched Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Oh, man. Oh, why wasn't that on my list? 
And I guess it didn't offend me enough. I kind of watched it. I was like, okay, so far so good. And it was a little bit hokey. It was a little bit corny. But I was like, okay, that's okay. We can we can move past this. And then just random stuff started to happen. I was kind of like, this is weird. Pikachu this was is, nearly killed by a this pebble. Is annoying. And then they just throw stuff at you. I was like, what's going on? And then the climax of the movie, which was just st- stuff made no sense. Things yeah. were just crazy. You know, the the plots they'd set People up were swapping bodies. Were, was not. And then it, and then it just ended. And I remember the credits rolling. And I watched this with a few people. And I just started yelling at my TV screen because I was so <laughs> angry about yeah. how bad that was. And they had they had this. People love this movie, by the way. Had this, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why either. And and that he was Pikachu the entire time. And, and Ryan Reynolds was yeah. And the, and the body the, swap. The Pikachu aspect, was dad. And it was awful. Yeah. Awful, 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 awful. And they had such a easy win, in my opinion. You could have made this a good movie. Yes. And they just Detective They Pikachu. just destroyed it. They were like, they looked at this script and they're like, you know what? Matty D doesn't deserve happiness. No. This is what we're gonna write for him. Ha ha ha. Detective Pikachu. Terrible. Jeez, I wonder how Free Guy's gonna go for you then. Following a similar formula, video game movie starring Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, your number two is Gemini Man. That's right. Let's and talk you, about you Gemini had, Man. You had Gemini Man on your list as well. Yeah. It's one of our recent actual spoilers episodes where we were we watched that and we were basically disgusted. So the, our main takeaway from that movie was that it took itself seriously when it's a premise that shouldn't take itself seriously at all. It's Will Smith fighting his own clone. You could have a lot of fun with that. They did not have fun at all with that movie. The special because effects- the audience was, wasn't supposed to have fun. No, and we did not. But the special effects is what was holding up the movie. They were like exactly. lauding and applauding the special effects and the special effects were not good. That was the selling point of the movie was the special effects. It would be like going to see Avatar, a movie that I yeah. personally hate. And, you know, watching, I don't know, crayon drawings running around. Watching Hellboy. <laughs> But yeah, it based itself all on this CG effects, which weren't that good. Again, no. I'm not a stickler for effects, but it took me out of the movie yeah. because it was, that was the focal point so of the whole thing. It was bad effects, taking itself too seriously and just really sort of like cheesy, shitty writing. I didn't, and just the combination just made it yeah. just a dumpster fire of a movie. See, it was boring for me, but I didn't Yeah, I didn't it, That was its, it its biggest sin was that it was boring. Yeah. It I should be hilarious. It was like, it was just a paint by numbers action movie. So yeah. I was just like, uh, okay, whatever. Uh, the highlight for the whole movie for me was when Will Smith was on the ground in a prone position and he leaps off the air like he leaps about the height of a human being. He is the best spy slash assassin a, a, a slash position on the ground slash hero ever. To like avoid a motorcycle which is being kicked at him. Like again, it should be hilarious, but it's played mm. completely seriously. Uh, my favorite part was how it financed his trip around the world. Yeah, that's right. It was just a holiday. And <laughs> remember how angry we wa- you were? We watched somebody's holiday. Yeah, remember how angry we were? Like you got to the point in the movie where Will Smith and the main characters are sitting around in bathrobes <laughs> in a fancy hotel, and you're just like, hang on, hang on, we're just paying for their hotel. You know what? I've changed my mind. Gemini Man is a fantastic movie, and if anybody involved is listening to this and they need oh. a actor to be in oh, yeah, okay. Gemini Man Two, and I think that's a fitting name, Gemini Man Two, right? I'll happily be flown Gemini around Man. the world in exotic location. Yeah, okay. To, uh, if you can do it, me so, might as well. Gemini Man, great movie, great movie, Will. All right, what's your number one? I know what it is. It's my number one as well. What is your number one? Just let everyone off the hook. Men in Black International. Yes, that's my number one as well. All right, what made that the worst movie of all the movies we covered in 2019? So I tried to watch this movie before our revisit. Oh, really? My housemate was like, I've heard they're doing a new Men in Black movie. Do you want to watch it? And you were like, well, I know all about it because we've covered it on our show. I did some substances. 
Oh, really? You know? And As it's becoming standard these <laughs> days for some reason. And anybody that knows me, if I'm not in a lucid mindset, I, I get entertained by a Kit Kat rapper. You know what I mean? Right. This movie, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> you just the, bailed In the first 20 minutes I turned it off And I was like This sucks Yeah And I had so much anxiety Going back and watching that movie Because I had to And I sat down And I watched the whole thing And it was agonizing Yeah You know how I feel about Tessa Thompson Yeah that's right I have a massive crush on her But yep. it, it, And you it, feel the same way about uh, Liam It hurt uh, me. Sorry Chris Hemsworth And I love well. Chris Hemsworth And I have it, a massive crush on it him It hurt me so much To see My babies. In this movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> it made me hate them like, so much. It was like watching someone else abuse your own children. It was so hard. It was so hard for me. <laughs> I'm tearing up just thinking about it. Oh, but, no. But my God, they deserve better than this. And it highlighted all their flaws, which I thought they were both flawless. And, yeah. and now I have to know that no matter what they do in their careers, they made Men in Black International. Yeah. It, and Liam Neeson, who I also love. Oh, oh no. No. It was terrible. It was boring. Honestly, for himself. I felt every second of that movie. Yeah. Like it was like a year off my life. It could be used as a method of torture. They tried so hard in that movie and, and failed so hard. It was just, they did nothing right. Absolutely nothing right. Like, remember how one of the first aliens we saw was like a man in like a green outfit with a giant head and we were like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. It was a movie that didn't need to be made. It no. was a franchise that- and Nothing made sense at all. It, That's the thing. It could have been left alone to be our nostalgic, you know, feel good movie of the 90s. They had to like dig up its corpse and- It's the same as that present Paraded around the town. The drunk auntie. It's, the, it's worse than the dead kitten with yeah. a turd on it. Yeah, it's two, so it's two dead kids. So what was what was the worst part about it for you? Was it just oh, absolutely everything? It was just everything. Every single scene just made no sense. Yeah, just everything was completely unnecessary. Made no sense. Do you remember how in our actual spoilers episode I got really upset about the train station, the Men in Black secret train station, mm. which was it was just accessible by the Men in Black, but they felt the need to disguise it as an actual train station. So <laughs> the train rolls into the station. It looks like a regular New York City subway train. They get into the train. They sit down find their seats, and then they have to stand back up again while the train transforms into a fancy train yeah. for no reason at all. And Well, no one thought it through. N- they didn't think anything through, and it was just things like that that really annoyed me. There was uh, like an alien. She saw an alien when she was a kid, and then somehow she remembers the same alien as an adult, and it remembers her, and that saves them from getting beat up, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And again, there was no need for that. It was completely unnecessary. And Chris Hemsworth just having sex with all the alien women. <laughs> yes. Uh, there are bad movies that we watch in this podcast, and sometimes they're awesome. They're a great experience. Yeah, exactly. You can have a lot of laughs in it. But this movie, no laughs were had. It wasn't even bad in a fun way. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't enjoyable in the least. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. There are movies that we watch that are boring but inoffensive. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, uh, you, and like I feel the, like like the kitchen. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to put movies down. So I'm always like, oh, you know, they did this well and they did this well. Men in Black was just terrible. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely, the worst movie that we've covered so far, and it may. It may be the worst movie we ever cover, but we'll see. It's still only early days. We're 100 episodes in, but it's still early days. Let us know if that's your favorite movie, by the way. Yeah, let us know your worst as well. Let us know your worst of the movies we've covered. It doesn't even have to be a movie we've covered. You can just let us know the worst of 2019. If you can remember back that far, back in the good old days, pre-COVID days. (laughs) Just let Old us know your 2019. Worst. Was it The Joker? Might be. That I was doing a lot of research, and believe it or not, uh, The Joker was on a lot of people's worst of 2019. Yeah, that was a very divisive movie. Absolutely. I remember the initial reviews for that movie. I was really worried. Uh, I suppose we, we may talk about The Joker in the future. We we'll, we'll see. I mean, we're going to have to, aren't we? But uh, a, a lot of the initial reviews were people like, oh, this is 
awful. This is absolutely yeah. an awful movie, and I was really worried that it was going to be terrible. And then, of course, I went in expecting it to be awful and then was pleasantly surprised. I guess we'll get into it. But yeah, I, I was very surprised to see. And other movies that we're going to talk about as well were on people's worst of 2019 list as well. Let's talk about something more uplifting. Yeah. Let's really get ourselves hyped up because so, we're gonna, instead, instead of talking the worst, we're now going to talk the best. Let's stop bitching and moaning. The absolute best. We're going to sing the praises of these movies. The best of 2019. In so, our opinion. In our opinion. Well, let's cover what the critics thought were the best movies of 2019. Let's hear it because I know you're going to disagree. Yeah, maybe in some regard. I've seen all of these movies with the exception of two, I think. So the the movies from uh, worst of the best to the best of the best, according to the critics of 2019. So the number five was Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which I haven't seen, but I hear, of course, I, I hear that's pretty good. Uh, then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was number four. Look, a movie that we've actually covered on oh, this show. Wow. Uh, Marriage Story, of course, which was the Scarlett Johansson, Adam Driver, basically about a divorce. Well, spoiler alert, movie. Again, it was sweeping up everywhere in the Oscars. Everyone did monologues from that one. I saw so yes. many monologues. Number two was The Irishman, which I'm very sad that we never covered on our show, but I guess we couldn't really because it was based on real events. We could have cheated too much. And number one was a movie we really should have covered, but we didn't know about it until Oscar season was Parasite. Yes, yeah. I enjoyed Parasite. I saw the movie. I don't know if you've seen no, Parasite. I haven't, I haven't managed to see it. I enjoyed Parasite, but I wouldn't say it was like the best. I don't think it should have won. Well, it won best, best picture. picture. Yeah, it won best picture, and like that movie swept up. Yeah, at the, because at the Oscars. because you wanted Avengers Endgame to win best. Yeah, picture. absolutely. Yeah, best special effects, but no. So I thought Parasite was good, but I didn't think it was that good. Like I don't really get the hype behind it. Like I, I'll never watch it again. Parasite. Yeah, I'll never watch it again. I mean, I enjoyed my like two hours or however however long it was. But yeah, it, Lighthouse it was also in 2019, right? That's that's right. I, I think Lighthouse. The, that was one that everyone liked. Yeah, I liked that movie. I'll watch that again. I definitely think it was better than Parasite. But yeah, people were like just obsessed with Parasite. I haven't seen the movie, so I can't speak to it. But I was just about to spoil the ending, but I won't. My since you haven't understanding seen it. is that it was very different from anything that was going yeah, on at that's the right. time. So that's right. Maybe that has something to do with it. It's funny. It's dark. It's just, it's kind of strange. You don't know whether to laugh or cry. But yeah, it, I just didn't think it was best picture. But it, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. The best part for me is when they made some ramen. Okay. <laughs> you <laughs> you liked that? Yeah, I liked it. It made me You're, want ramen. You really like food scenes in movies. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They're my, it's like one of your favorite That's things. the problem with Men in Black International. There's, there's no, no food, food there's scene. no food scene in the whole movie. Actually, in all the worst movies, there wasn't any food scenes. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's, that's it. So for you to there like you a go. movie, there needs to be a food scene in there. Absolutely. There you go. That makes sense. And I think in all of our best, there might be food scenes. We'll, we'll discuss it right I'm now. I'm looking at my list. I'm like, yes. I'm actually very surprised with myself. I mean, I sat down and I thought long and hard about what I considered the best. And I tell you what, there were not many movies that I really enjoyed that came out of 29. 10. I had a top so, three, but getting top five was hard. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, let's hear it. So what is your number five? And we'll do the same thing where we discuss it when we both mention them, or if it's not on the list, we'll discuss it. So what was your number five worst of the best movies? Still good. Yeah. Of 2019. By the way, you're going to be very angry with me in my Absolutely, list. I know I am. And you're going to be angry with me too. <laughs> I look forward to uh, it. Because I had a little bit of a hard time on fifth place. Yeah, me too. So I have two movies that are kind of in my head going back and forth. And one of the movies that you're going to be like, yeah, that makes sense, mate. And the other movie you're going to be like, your, your vein's going to pop. Yeah. Knives Out, which is a movie that I watched recently, I thought was really, really well done. Yeah. And enjoyed. And the other movie was Star Wars. 
Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's. I you know, enjoyed that. Again, a very divisive movie. <laughs> well, not really. I enjoyed it when I went to the cinema. But so, is that your number five, or are you just no, giving some say, honorable mentions? I'm, I, that, that's the two movies I couldn't decide between. But I think for me, it's going to be Knives Out. I think it's the movie I'm probably going to watch again. Yep. So, um, is that your number five? It is my number five. Well, hold it because it's on my list. As okay. Well. All right. My number is it five. Star Wars as well. Do I need to hold no, that? No. I just love Emperor Palpatine being back, and I don't care what anybody says. I love Force Lightning and horses riding on starships. Okay, to each their own. Sue me. I didn't like that. <laughs> so. I think Emperor Palpatine should have stayed dead, personally. But anyway, we, we'll do, we're going to discuss that movie very soon in our actual spoilers episode. You're going to be very surprised, though, because my number five is John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. That surprises me a lot. That's a movie I liked, but yeah. your top five? Yeah, yeah, it won out over almost every other movie that we, we've covered. Okay. We've talked about a lot of movies. What it basically boiled down to is I looked at... So I do like star ratings for all the movies that I watch on Letterboxd. So I just basically organized my... Can our audience access this? Yes, they can. If they do a search for potential spoilers, they can find our, my list on Letterboxd. And I just put it in order of rating and then just looked at the top five oh, so highest rated It was movies. way easy for you. So it was very easy for me. And John Wick just made it in there because I was just, I thought about it and I sat there and I was just like, I didn't love the movie. It was probably the worst of the John Wick movies, but... It was still a good time. Better than the second one, I thought. Yeah, yeah, it was better than the second one. But yeah, I, I Wait, thought about like... that's the one where um, he crawls himself out and, and the Bowery King saves him, right? Yeah, and he gives the him end. the finger. And that was your fifth? Yeah, I know. Like I said, I'm very surprised with myself. I mean, I didn't But I was thinking it, about but... the action scenes. And I was like, they were really good action scenes. Sure. There was zero in There was it. a lot of sword fighting, with, uh, which I love. Frozen peace. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So you enjoyed it for that. Mark Dacoskis really bumped it up for me. There were some good jokes in it. Yeah. So Look, yeah, I can't, there was dogs ripping off people's nuts. I can't fault you. It's not. But I couldn't think of any other movie that could have made it onto my it's top probably five. Probably not list a movie I'd watch again. Yeah, no, me neither. John else. Wick's not my cup of tea, but enjoyable, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think it was better than Rambo 5, so... Uh, <laughs> It, it hit those uh, soft spots that uh, Rambo 5 didn't. Yeah. So, all right. What's your number four? All right. Number four. A movie I really looked forward to. A movie you did not look forward to. The movie no. that I came out being like, Oh, okay. I, I know fun. what this is. I know I what this fun. is going to be. And so, this is your John Wick a chapter movie, three. A movie that you did not like the entire experience of. Avengers no. Endgame was a highlight for me for 20 But you're an Avengers fan, or you used to be. Yeah. So, I'd, I'd watch the movies leading up to it. And for me, it was fun because of the experience. So... Right. Seeing it with friends, talking about it with friends, the anticipation for it. I think a lot of people are going to be upset that this, this is now number ones. I had a good time watching Avengers. So why wasn't it number one for you? Uh, there were other, there were better movies. Okay, fair enough. So my top three are very are movies that I really, really, really like. Yeah. But Avengers was a good cinematic experience. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. It was fun. And everyone who has listened to our actual spoilers episode, one of our first actual spoilers episodes, will know my opinions on that movie. Fair enough. Uh, I think you'll find that I was very generous in not putting it in in my most forgettable <laughs> or bottom five because I certainly didn't was, think fondly of it. It was but the top of I, a lot I'm an of adult. I, I'm an adult. I can recognize when people really uh, like something or when it's really uh, appealing to it fans. Was, it was a movie for the fans of that series, and if you weren't a fan yeah. of the series, then you're not going to get anything out yeah, of it. Yeah, which I wasn't, so yeah. Because that, that's all it was for, and um, I think it was a lot of people's top 2019. Yeah. Maybe people put it a little bit higher than me, but yeah, absolutely. Um, I like that series of movies, R.I.P., because I don't know how many more they're going to make yeah, in the future. Exactly. Well, they've Maybe got a lot planned. So. They've got a lot planned. And I enjoyed both of the Endgame well, movies. Yeah, of course. So you're, you're the fan base, though, so mm. it makes sense. Because, yeah, as I've said a, a hundred times on this show, I'm not into superhero movies, so I was never going to like that movie. And I like That's cheesy, feel-good movies, you know? 
like yeah. heroic, like yeah. huge in like huge musical scores and just Fat Thor really spoke to you. <laughs> oh yeah. Hulk right. Dabbing really spoke to you. Yeah. Not everything could be a winner. Yeah, not everything could be a winner. <laughs> All right, my number four. It gave four. me some laughs, I tell you that. Oh yeah, certainly. My number four, speaking of laughs, was Jojo Rabbit. That is a movie I s- I've put as my list as well. Okay, there we go. So we should hold So we should hold that. Hold our thoughts. So what's your number three? I think we've got the same number three. I'm going to predict that we've both got the same number three. Actually, no. I think we've both got number th- my number three on our list, but it's not in the same position. What's your number three? My number three is Joker. That's my number three as well. <laughs> yes, so I should have stuck to my original prediction. All right. So not everyone's favorite movie. Not everyone's cup of tea. But Very it was divisive. Our, it was a movie that we both liked. Yes. So as I mentioned earlier in this episode, it was a movie that I didn't think was going to do particularly well. It was a movie that I didn't think I'd enjoy. Again, we're in the superhero realm. I was cautiously optimistic, but then ended up just, yeah. The, the whole reason I really liked it is because it harkens to movies that I do really like. Scorsese movies, that sort of stuff. That King really of Comedy, of, yeah. um, Raging Bull, yeah. Taxi, Taxi Driver. Driver, of course. I really like those King movies. King of Comedy. We've said that, you've said that twice now. Oh, did I say that twice? Raging Bull, Taxi Driver, King yeah. of Comedy, Raging Bull, Taxi Driver. Yep. <sighs> you know, like Scorsese movies where they have a really unlikable lead. And it's not about identifying with the lead. It's about looking at a snapshot of someone's life, struggling with a difficult situation, and just the, the steps that they'll go to to make themselves feel better. And I think that's the Joker in a nutshell. Mm. And it, it really harkened to those movies. Maddie D, what are your thoughts? So I went into this movie not too sure what I was going to see. It looked really cool in the trailer. Yeah. I thought we were going to have a fun time laughing at it. Yeah, me too. Um, or it might have been really good. But it was a movie that I finished the movie and I walked away and I felt like depressed yeah. <laughs> for the whole day. And not a lot of movies do that to me. I no. thought it was a really interesting story. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't feel good. It wasn't like a, a hero story. So, And it was just really well done. Uh, the acting by... Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix was really good. And, and nobody else. And the story was really, really tragic. So yeah. I enjoyed it. But and what stopped it from being your number one or even your number two? Uh, there were better movies. Like when I when I watched this, I was like really, I really enjoyed it. But I enjoyed other movies way more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm with you there 100%. But yeah. I, we, we, we ranked it the same. It, it gave me an emotional response. So a lot of these movies I go into and I watch and I'm like, yeah, that was good. Yeah. And I, you know, forget about the next day. But this was a movie that really hit me. Yeah. And I really hated the, <laughs> I really hated the Joker in this movie. Yeah, me I, too. I ended the movie being like, I can't wait for someone to beat Punch this guy up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, it, it kind of, like the emotional scenes really got me. And so, you know, you don't get a lot of movies well, these you and days. Well, you and I are both big Scarface fans. Mm. And I don't think we'd ever say like, oh, Tony Montana's a hero in those movies. Or no. Tony Montana makes great decisions. But I think what we no. like about those movies is it's like, you can look at, it, like I said, a snapshot of somebody who's like completely different to you or anyone you know. Yeah. And just the, like I said, the dark things they'll do to get ahead. And they took the superhero genre and did something that was very... That wasn't the popular thing to do. No, absolutely. There was a lot of people that wanted a Joker movie, but not that movie. Absolutely, and, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm with you 100%. And I guess being bold stirred something. It did better in the Oscars. It did better critically than uh, Avengers Endgame, Yeah, believe it or not. So it definitely, I think it but definitely touched... I like touched, feeling something with my yeah, movies. If, uh, I, I definitely think it touched a lot more people than the, you know, arguably the biggest movie of 2019, which was mm. Avengers Endgame. Yeah. But what pulls it back is... Um, like what you said in in the actual episode, where a lot of the other Our actual characters, one, yeah, yeah, kind of flat, but and it sort of starts to grade on you the more times you watch it. I've watched it about three or four times now, and then like I'm starting to feel like I'm kind of done with that movie, mm. unless they do another one, which I can guarantee you they will. You I think mean, so? Yeah, 
They're gonna they're gonna find a way to. They're do probably it. gonna do another origin story for it. Like, yeah, kill probably. a croc. Yeah, <laughs> and probably. he'll be like walking the street. Yeah, I hope so. All right, so now we're on number two. Number two, and what's your number two? So I'm I'm sure uh, it's gonna be one that we're gonna discuss because we both got on our list. What's your number two? Oh, I had this as uh, I had the, I'm, I'm thinking of changing this list. Um, no, oh, the, the the two soaps. So I had number two as yeah, once upon a time in Hollywood. Really. Which I don't know if I would put it my, in my first place because that was definitely the movie I really enjoyed. Yeah, well, uh, it was on a lot, lot of people's uh, top movies of 2019. As we discussed, it was one of the top critically acclaimed movies of the year. But yeah, it's a movie that I I looked forward to the actual spoilers watching it again. Yes. I watch it in my own time. I really thought this was a it's really very good movie. memorable. Is this on your list as well? It's on my list as well. Is it number one? It's number one on yeah. my list. Just <laughs> it was it. almost number one as well for me. But yeah, I, you can listen to our episode to know our feelings of it. But or should we hold it? for your number one yeah I, I think we've discussed it in length in our actual spots we can definitely get into it because yeah it's my number one but my number two is Knives Out and yeah. I don't think Knives Out is on your top list yeah it was it was number five. Oh, it was number five yeah oh, okay there we go we should talk Knives Out then. Sure. I, we've never talked Knives Out on this show we no. haven't, we've only just done the prediction of it so alright so what made Knives Out make it onto your list and why is it number two on my what, list how it beats Star Wars you mean yeah exactly <laughs> it was a clever plot it was fun I liked how it paid tribute to a lot of the old crime detective movies yeah it's not something you see a lot of yeah and it feels like it's going to be predictable but then it kind of ends up not being predictable acting was really really good acting was great directing I've never was seen, really good um the lady who plays Marta in anything before but she was fantastic yes you have you've seen her in a bunch of stuff Anna Diamas well at the time at the time you've seen Blade Runner 2049 where she played the wife yeah true the robot wife she didn't do a lot in that though no she actually she was good in Blade Runner yeah she was yeah, and she she's was upcoming in uh James Bond as well she's in the next James Bond movie which of course we haven't seen yet yes. hasn't come out no. but yeah she's in it she's in a bunch of stuff you'd be surprised about how much stuff she's done. But yeah, she was fantastic. She was a fantastic lead in that movie. Was not expecting her to be the lead. I just thought it was going to be Benoit Blanc. <laughs> thought it was going to be... Uh... What a useless detective. Well, it doesn't turn out to be. Yeah, exactly. Does he even solve it? Like, Well, it kind of solves itself. Yeah, it right? solves itself. So yeah, he didn't really... He just kind of chills. I like the part where like we know what's going on. Well, we think we know what's going on. And then like you feel really bad because she's like helping out the detectives but kind of doesn't want to like incriminate herself. Well, then it shows in the end that he did know what was happening the whole time. He was just letting it play out. Right, okay. So he's one step in well, At least end. that's what he's saying. But really well written. A lot of twists and turns that you yeah. don't really see coming. Great yeah. acting. Because um, when the movie starts, to the movie's credit, you think that you know the whole mystery at the start of the movie. So you're just waiting to see, like, spoilers, uh, I suppose. You think that it's Marta who's accidentally killed Harlan, the you know the victim in the movie, and so you're just like, oh shit, is she going to get caught? How's hmm. she going to get out of this? How's she going to tell them that was a mistake? It's three mysteries in one. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, those parts where she's trying to help out the detectives but not incriminate herself at the same time, some of the like the best entertainment you can watch in a movie. Yeah. So that's why that's why it's my number two. Very good. And it made it onto your list as well, which yeah. I'm very pleased to hear. Because yeah, I, I didn't know what you'd think of that movie to be honest. Yeah, I enjoyed you, it. Yeah, it was um, it wasn't a movie you were looking forward to. No, no, it wasn't something I was running out to to see. But yeah, I watched it in my binge of all these movies yeah. And it was certainly a highlight Yep, there we go Alright, so what was your number one? I think jo I know what it is Jojo Rabbit was Jojo Rabbit was your number one I know you've just recently watched it as well, yeah. haven't you? So that was my number four So we've swapped around So when I went and watched half of this, the list here When I was watching all these movies It was a slug, let me tell you A slug? Yes Not a slog? It was a slog as well. It was a slug. <laughs> that was last week. That was last week's episode. But man, it was tough to get through these movies. No fault of the movies themselves. It was just hard watching hours yeah. and hours of movies. And yeah, then it I, does great on you. I hit this movie, Jojo Rabbit. It's a, movie, it's a movie that I was looking forward to seeing, but one that I deliberately held off because I wanted to wait for the revisit because yep. I knew I'd like it. 
and I watch it with my housemate, who we most times or sometimes have different views of what was good because he loved Terminator Dark Fate. Oh, really? And I was like, oh, oh we wa- that was the movie we watched beforehand. I was like, okay. I noticed we didn't talk about that movie at all. <laughs> and or was that this year? It was. It should have been 20, on- 2019 it was because oh. I had to watch it for it. For oh, there episode. you go. Oh, shit. Um, Why wasn't that on any of our lists? Well, because it wasn't bad. I didn't think it was bad. Yeah, okay. It didn't wasn't think it was terrible. Good, but we'll get to it. I watched this movie. Jojo Rabbit. We both loved it. It made me cry. Yeah, <laughs> several I times. I told you. Remember in our uh, one yeah. of our early movie talk episodes, it was in fact our first movie talk episode. I think I said that Jojo Rabbit made me cry as well. And so yeah, I, I'm not surprised that you cried and in it. I'm a sucker. and I'm not an easy person to make cry yeah, either. Yeah, no. Well, I am. I, <laughs> I've seen the movie. I think I've seen Jojo Rabbit three times now, and I still cry every time. Yeah. Every time I cry. Yeah. Same scene as well. Yeah, I'm I sure think was, I know the exact I, same I scene you're thinking of. But I I love these kind of movies, these charming movies, especially when it's set in. <laughs> Did you cry in front of your housemate? Dark time, yes. Okay. You've seen me cry many times in movies. I, that's, I, He's I just used to it time. now. Yeah. Doesn't even make fun anymore. <laughs> hey, crying is okay. Okay, yeah. Crying's enough. fine. Doesn't make me less of a we man. Might, we might, I might cry in the actual spoilers <laughs> in, the, in the revisit. Maybe not. Great acting. Um, yeah, fantastic acting. Amazingly directed. As I said um, in the... Was really it, beautiful. In our one of our previous movie talk episodes, remember how I was singing the praises of Scarlett Johansson when she's doing like, she's impersonating the father? Oh, that was amazing. That was so good. That was... Uh, oh, that was in our Oscars episode. So tragic, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. The little boy was incredible. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? Um, Oh, I can't remember the actor's name. But But he was really good. He was good. I think he was the worst actor in the movie, but to his credit, he was really, really good. When we went to do this episode, I was like, easy. Number one's going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Number two will probably be The Joker, even though I think they're very far between each other. But... Yeah, this movie came along and I was like, wow. Yeah, there you go. I really loved it. Yep, there you go. Did so, a yeah. good I job. think the only reason it wasn't higher on my list, it was, I think it was number four on my list. The only reason it wasn't higher is just because, yeah, it, I liked it, but, you know, I, I didn't like love it. Rebel Wilson was in the movie. Nah, she was fine. <laughs> yeah. She was all right. Thankfully, she wasn't in the movie very much. Remember how in the uh, the original prediction episode, I was just like, maybe she'll blow me away? She didn't. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough good stuff in the movie. Though. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. absolutely, absolutely. Some some stuff I thought was a little bit ham-fisted. You, oh, you think you, so? Yeah, if you watch the movie a couple more times, you'll you'll it'll stand out more. Okay. But yeah, overall, yeah, I really enjoyed that movie. And now we're going to talk about my number one. It's on your list. I think it was your number two. Was it? It was Once Upon a Time. Once in Upon Hollywood. a Time in Hollywood. No surprises there. No surprises. This was the there movie made all. for you. That's right. Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a movie as tailor-made to me as Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it came at exactly the right time as well. It was very much as I was like diving into that period in Hollywood as well and finding out about what was going on, as well as looking into the Manson family stuff I'd done recently as well. And it just all culminated in that movie. And it was one of those things like if you listen to, it was actually my best predicted uh, movie of 2019 as well. So I really knew what the movie was going to be about and what the vibe was going to be. And it just ticked all the boxes. And I guess that's why it's my number one. Listen to our actual spoilers episode for us to really sort of dive into it. Yeah, it was a good time. I was looking forward to revisiting it. We we had a few drinks watching it. It's always a yeah. good time. And it's a movie that I... I keep coming back to as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've seen it a few Personally times now. Speaking. And yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff in that movie that really speaks to us personally as well. Well, yeah, we love Hollywood, like yeah. old school Hollywood and, and the whole, yeah, the Just romanticism like the, of the yeah. movie industry. Just the characterization of the two leads as well really spoke to me. Yeah. yeah they were really enjoyable to watch and they really like, I, I really could relate to them in a lot of ways, weirdly enough. 
So yeah, a lot of people don't like that movie at all. We spoke about it in our actual spoilers episode where a lot of people were expecting something entirely different from it and were really disappointed. And a lot of people don't understand like the the history and the, the, the whole vibe that Tarantino was going for. Mm. So yeah, it was mainly younger people who didn't like the movie. People who'd watched Kill Bill and, be, and went in expecting that, I suppose. Yeah, because surprisingly, I mean, the vi- like it's violent at the end, but it's not very violent at no, all. No, no. I'd show it to my mum. <laughs> I've shown my mum a lot of Tarantino movies, a lot of violent ones. Is she a fan? Yeah, for the most part. Oh, really? Wow. That surprises me. Didn't like Pulp Fiction, though, my mum. Oh, no? No. Too boring or? No, it was too, like, it was just too much. Not that Pulp Fiction is boring, but, you know. Yeah, but what's funny. Jumps around a lot. So, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is my number one. It was on your list as number two as well. It was nearly my number one. But I still wouldn't say it's the best Tarantino movie. I still wouldn't say it's, like, even in my top three Tarantino movies. Well, you were a bigger fan of Django and Inglorious Bastards. That's right, yeah. As am I as well. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a Um, whole bunch of other. Like I said, I put it on par with Jackie Brown, but I do really like Jackie Brown. Really? Okay. You haven't seen Jackie Brown, so you can't. Jackie judge. Brown, but can't judge. I think it's his best, uh, one of his best. It's good, but I wouldn't say it's for me. It's not the best movie he's ever done, but it's still pretty darn good. So yeah, I think that says a lot about the quality of the overall quality of the movies of 2019. That a movie that I wouldn't even consider Tarantino's best. It's like a middle ranked Tarantino movie for me. Is the best movie I saw that year. Well, as that you said in the podcast in the original episode where we were predicting Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you said that Tarantino's worst movie you like better than the best of everything else. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. There we go. Wow. Came true. There we go. So how do you feel? How do you feel about 2019 as a whole? Uh, Movie-wise. Movie-wise. <laughs> Movie-wise. Look, there were some gems there. I definitely had a lot of fun with most of them. Yeah, a lot of forgettable ones too. You know, Let's not forget that. I, oh, wait, we did. Yeah, you know, it's not every day that you watch all these movies one after the other, but it, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think the movies 2019 are definitely better than 2020. Yes. Um, oh, man. Or at least they're more out there. But yeah. you, you kind of watched a lot at the point that you kind of got a vibe of how formulaic things have been getting. Yes, yes absolutely. If anything, our predictions just should just become easier and easier. <laughs> yes. What did you think of 2019? Oh, man. It wasn't a great year for movies. I mean, there was a lot of big movies that came out that year, but yeah, just overall, I just I don't think it was just a little bit disappointing. It was a lot of safe. But like, there's a 2020 lot of, still A lot of come. people are playing safe these yes, days, absolutely. which is why the movies that stand out stand out. Absolutely. Anything that is bold. All the movies out. that we discussed as our top five, all of those movies that we discussed were movies that didn't play it safe. There were movies that took risks and they pushed buttons and they did. I all mean, Avengers Endgame. I could admit, maybe okay. not so much. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, at least they tried. They yeah. tried. They did some stuff that yeah. people weren't expecting. To the movie's credit. All right, so that was 2019. Yes, we can close the book on 2019. Yes, we can. We can. We are done and, until we podcasting year done. We still have to do all our actual oh, spoilers right. for the for the year. We're, we're not finished with that yet. But What's yeah. our next one? I believe it's The Addams Family. Yes, that's right. So we'll be talking about The Addams Family. The forgettable, apparently, Addams Family. Oh, wait. Oh, wow. I can't wait. I can't wait. But yeah, I want to know what people think is the best and worst of 2019. Or just any yeah. episode that we've done so far. How did you feel about 2019? Movie-wise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you hate the Joker? Did you love the Joker? Did you hate Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Did you love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Was Jojo Rabbit the best movie of the year? Did you like Star Wars? Did you like Star Wars? What's wrong with Because I remember when Star Wars came out, everyone was like, yeah, that was good. That was a lot of fun. And now everyone's starting to hate it now. I'm like, huh? It took them that long? Yeah. I was in the cinema with my arms folded looking at the screen, realizing that I was just like, oh, I don't but like this movie. People, we'll get to it. People will forgive that movie in the end. That's that's what happens with Star Wars. People hate it and then they're like, I don't think so. oh, well, that's all right. I, so, I don't agree with that what at else? all. I don't agree with that at all. We'll all see. Right. Hey, so, all right. I want to hear the listeners' thoughts. Not on Star Wars, but just in general. All right, there we go. And Give us so, your top, worst, and best. 
Congratulations on 100 episodes. Thank you, Kieran. I can't believe we've come this far. And then I suppose we're going to have another 100 more. Look oh, and our, by the way. Look at our blossoming relationship. By the way, mm-hmm. congratulations on 20,000 downloads. Hey! I know that's not a huge amount, but that's an achievement for us. Hey. It's actually happened today. Is it really? Yeah, today. Awesome. On the day that we record this, we've hit 20,000 downloads. You. which That's a milestone for us. Thank you so much to everybody who has listened to our show, who's downloaded our show, yeah. be it a long-time downloader or just one or two episodes. Just something you've stumbled across. Exactly. We, we love it. We appreciate it. We love um, all of you. We were two guys that did a podcast on a phone one day years yes. and years ago. That's right. And we've been recording ever since. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a good time. So this is quite a milestone for us. And thanks for joining us along the way. All right. So before we go, before we wrap everything up, let's talk about what we're going to be talking about next week. So next week, is it the new year? Is it going to be 2021 next week? I don't know. Uh, not quite. All right. That's right. Oh No, actually, no. It's going to be New Year's Day. All right. So it's going to be our first prediction <laughs> of 2021. And that movie is the upcoming Tom and Jerry movie. We need to start the year off positively. With a bang. Yeah, with a bang, with something a little nostalgic, with something that'll put a smile on your face. And what puts your, what puts a smile on everyone's face more than two things wanting to kill each other? Yeah, I think it says a lot about us as well. <laughs> What's a movie I'm looking forward to? Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. So join us next week when we're going to be talking Tom and Jerry. Please listen to that That's episode. Right. I know you don't want to, but please join us for that. And, and have a good Christmas. Yeah, Merry have a Christmas. Good New Year. It's Christmas today, and it'll be New Year's when we do Tom and Jerry. So what fun. We're not going to have any time. We're not going to have any time to do these episodes. <laughs> Yes, let's pump them out. Um, Stay safe, everybody. Sure. A tech test. Why are we so loud today? I don't know. I'm going to drop that down. I'm going to drop this down a bit. Um, Looking forward to talking about this shit movie. Hello, world. Hello, and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran, and I'm joined by Matty D. Kyle. Kieran. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? So let me start that again. I'm imagining there's going to be a kid in this movie and then as Ryan Reynolds dives out of the water and goes over his fence in his aquarium, the kid is just going to be like reaching up. It's going to be a poster of the movie. Free guy. And he grabs his dick. He grabs his dick. Or his really saggy balls. <laughs> what, they slap the kid across the face? Yeah, right. they, they give him a, like a, a uh, what's it called? And Ryan Reynolds is like... A turkey slap. You know how Free Willy sounds like. Take my horse to the hotel room. I'm gonna bang it till I can't even breathe. <laughs> gonna smoke my cigarette. <laughs> I'm gonna it. take my horse to the hotel room. Yeah, it's Old Town Road. <laughs> Not in my version. <laughs> to the hotel I'm room. Ride till I can't no oh, more. Jesus, that's funny. I got told last night that I had a had a beautiful energy. Mm, that was last night, though. Last Let's night. see if you can bring it today. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I got told I've got a really good energy. And then he put his hand on your lap. Yeah, I think that was where that was going. <laughs> right. Fair enough. All right, let's get started. <laughs> and I foresee very Marvel-esque. Why are you so gay when you said that? <laughs> I foresee lots of men, lots of oil. They'll also have the... Is it the... What? Excuse me. So, sorry. What's his? What's the character's name? The space kook. <laughs> I was in my head. I was like, "Don't say it. Don't slip up."